Hola, hola, what's going on, GNGs? It's your boy Trek, and this is another episode of Trek and Cryptos to Connect. Welcome back. Thank you for those of you who have come and listened more than once, and thank you for those of you who this is your first time listening. And so, quick breakdown the first part is called the um, Daily Talk, and then the second segment is called Everyday People. In the first part, I just talk about what I've been going through since November 2017 on like a day to day, kind of week to week thing ups, downs, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then in the second segment, I talk to people who are at the forefront and the ground level of the space who aren't, you know, the founders or CEOs or the big name VC folks. And we have a conversation about what got them in and, you know, what they've learned and what they like and how they see the space. And so for this one, I end up having the opportunity to talk with Crypto Wendy O from California. Really cool. She does a lot of stuff, y'all. And when you listen, you'll see um, what I'm talking about. And then in the first part, the daily talk, I am talking about just learning a little bit more about myself um, with what I was going through earlier in 2018. So there you go. Enjoy, folks. Good morning, GNGs. This is Smart Trek and I'm your boy Trek, and this is um weekly recap. So the week has been kind of um interesting in regards to like learning little things about myself and all of that fun stuff there, um, as well as just like rethinking on how I'm approaching the being able to like consult with people and what it means to um. I guess talk with people like at the end of the day like this whole thing is about for me anyhow um yeah I'm about the technology but like I want to be able to relate it to people um you know at a at a at the I guess to say basic level like the ground level of like well how does this relate to you what can it do for you you know outside of like the business folks um what can it bring to the people who are well like i'm just a regular nine to five kind of person and i'm trying to you know pay these bills and stuff like that um so that's one part of what like this week has kind of brought me in learning and um realizing like you can have all these solutions but if the people at the ground level don't need 10 of the 12 things you're talking about like you wasting your breath and you wasting their time right um and then i'm just been going through the whole thing of like the realization of how i gotta pace stuff out and be more productive as opposed to being busy and focusing on one thing give it the allotted time get it to a certain point and then move on to the next project do x amount of that and then you know um pace out better um these projects as they go is in regards to you know the reading um the the reading the technical books the studying and like actually doing the programming um as well as like the a lot of time to go out and like go to the gym and like still be a person i don't know if that's the right way to say it but nonetheless um definitely realizing that this week it has been uh, uh, eye opener as to say and you know set certain, certain things up um, got the website finally going so that is um, WW Trek uh, smart consulting um, dot com 
and I'm working out the IO situation. Something is wrong with the domain. I don't know what that part is, but nonetheless, I got the website up and um, I'm going to end up doing a couple of um, different things down the line. Eventually, I got another project idea. Like, the ideas come and this and that, but this week has been a growing thing and I'm going to end up um, pushing forward on some other things down the line and eventually add those into the site to give more information to people and like let people see the community is growing and it's growing in different ways. I might not be happy with everything, but it is what it is, right? It's growing nonetheless. But um, that's it, GNGs. This is Smart Trek and I'm your boy Trek and adios, folks. All right, GMGs, there you have it. That was the Daily Talk segment right there. Like I said, it's about the good, the bad, and the ugly um, of what I'm going through in the space, and these are pre-recorded, so you can actually hear the transition of how I'm thinking and stuff like that as you listen to more episodes. All right, GMGs, can't forget the sponsor. And so this episode is brought to you by TrekSmartConsulting.com. One of the services provided is to help you formulate or better improve your crypto asset inheritance plan you bet actually be surprised how many people don't have one in place just remember when something happens to you the question is can the people you leave it to actually gain access and um, securely move it to where they can have positive control of it? if your answer is you don't know or no because you might not have something um, in place Check out TrekSmartConsulting.com where they take cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology and put content into context. And for the second segment of Trek and Crypto Connect podcast, which is Everyday People, I got to talk with Crypto Wendy O. And I have to say, for me, she's definitely an um, inspiration and somebody to keep an eye on in the space for what she was able to do as far as learning everything on her own from the trading, from getting into meetups and stuff, and you know, turning it around to where she totally changed her career field and this is possible to anyone else out there who just is looking to put the time and the effort in and that's basically what it takes GNGs. hopefully somebody gets inspired or somebody gets motivated to keep on pushing for the downtimes that we're going through right now in the space overall and yeah um just listen on and enjoy Hey, what's going on, GNGs? Welcome back to Trek and Cryptos to Connect. This is another episode with, I think, a pretty good interview of someone that I met once again through Ken Bozak, the mayor of crypto. <laughs> and this young lady right here is um, Crypto Wendy O, and she does a lot like <laughs> meetups, trading, uh, marketing. And it's just like, all right, so when do you have time just to sit down for a minute and like, you know, reflect and catch it and like breathe? But I know, right? I, I don't want to give away everything for you. If you could just give us a little introduction of yourself. And then what was the aha moment where you said, you know what, this crypto blockchain thing, I want in on it. I got to understand it. Well, first off, I want to thank you so much for having me on. I know we've been trying to set a date and coordinate and negotiate yeah. to like, okay, you're doing this, I'm doing this. So I appreciate you making the time for me today. But yeah, no, I'm happy to be here. And so I started in crypto. I started in November 2017 last year. So it's almost my year anniversary. Okay. I had initially heard about Bitcoin in about 2012, 2011. My I had a family member coming to live with me. 
and he said, can I borrow your credit card to buy some Bitcoin? I was like, what in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> wow. And I said, I said, what is this? And he was trying to explain it. I'm like, you know what? First off, I don't have a credit card. Second off, I'm not loaning you money. And third off, you're not buying using my credit card on some internet on the interwebs or whatever. So apparently like he said that he was buying computer parts for that and with them with Bitcoin or whatever. So, you know, it was all the way back then I pushed it aside. And then in 2017, I kept hearing about it on libertarian radio because I'm a libertarian. And I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to invest. I need to do something. I have to do something different. I just had had my daughter. I had like really bad postpartum. I was like, I don't want to go back to work. Like there has to be something else. So I got into crypto, I bought into it, and it immediately dropped $1,000 the next week. And I'm like, what in the hell did I do? Mm. And I was like, oh my God. So I just, I kept learning and learning. And I had a friend, uh, in real life friend that was in crypto too. He became my mentor and started teaching me about different things. And then I got a Twitter. I started learning. I taught myself how to trade because I was tired of getting wrecked because I kept, I kept buying all these alts because I thought you buy and then you sell them um, I had no idea how markets work. So I kept buying and then I was like, okay, I'm going to buy and then sell when it pumps. And then my stuff stopped pumping because we got, we started crashing. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I taught myself mm -hmm. how to trade. I started posting content. People liked it. Um, and then I just started getting involved in other stuff in the space because I just saw opportunities to monetize and people liked my content. They wanted me to talk on camera and I'm like, why the hell do you guys want to see me talk? I'm really weird, but okay. And yeah. And then here I am just doing, I actually do media now at, at different events and I do interviews and uh, my YouTube channel. So it's just kind of crazy. And my aha moment was when I think it was probably when I saw Verge pump because I had a, I had gotten to Verge. That was like my first like successful trade and it pumped and I was like, I can make money here. And that was, that was that. Wow. Okay. So what was I going to say? What were you doing before you crossed over? I worked, um, I worked in, in infectious disease and healthcare for seven years. Really? Mm -hmm. I worked for, I worked servicing HIV AIDS patients. I did. Um, I was a licensed pharmacist. Oh, I still am a licensed pharmacy technician, but I really worked in coordinating patient care, making sure they got their meds, making sure they took their meds, making sure their insurance was up to date, making sure they saw their doctors and they made appointments and do all these things. I helped them. I talk to them a lot about various things, various things going on in the community. So I was really involved with, um, I used to work in West Hollywood. I was involved with that community and what was going on. And, you know, just, I worked in all aspects of helping them, you know, get their stuff in order. And yeah. And then it just, I loved healthcare, but it wasn't for me. It wasn't, I didn't want to be in that. Um, I didn't want to be in that industry forever because there was no real, and in the industry I was in, there was no real room for promotion. And I didn't want to be stuck there for the rest of my life because it became, became too much. It became something I was, I love the community. I still love the community. I keep in touch with a lot of my clients, my old clients, but it just wasn't something I wanted to do for work anymore. I wanted to do something for myself that made me happy. See, like I, I feel like that was me when I came back last year um, from my second deployment, and thank you I, for your service. <laughs> yeah, I, I never know what to say to people when they say that to me. Honestly, I, no, it's, what you guys what you guys do is awesome. I come from a really a, a military family. Like my cousins are all military. Uh, my fa like my grandparents and my uncles and everybody. So it's the sacrifice you guys make, especially from being away from your family and all that stuff, it's hard. So I, I, pre I appreciate the shit out of you. <laughs> well, well, thank you in that regard. Then. 
But it was definitely when I came back that whole like, all right. And I used to be a defense contractor. And it was one of those, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't feel the same draw um, in it. And I, I knew what my program was. I knew what we did. I knew how it worked downrange. And I was really good with my coworkers. I, I think they're the greatest, you know, to now, especially like my first line and my coworker, my test engineer, my co-tester with me. Um, but it was just something just ha like one day it just clicked on me like, yo, if I'm here for another five years, am I still going to be in the same position? Yeah. Like, really? Uh, I, 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 I don't know if I could do this for another five, like just this. Right. And that it, it was a real like epiphany moment for me to realize that even though I'm in this quote, you know, technical space and this is like a real high speed job, it wasn't my cup of, no, let me not say that. The job was cool. What was getting me was the industry around it. Mm -hmm. Lo and behold, I left the job in January. About two months back or a month and a half back, I'm speaking to some of my um, former coworkers, find out that they hired a bunch of people from when I left and then they fired oh, yeah. more than half of the team and even like let go people who were there before I was there. That's, you know, and that's, that's an issue that we have in our current job market is that mm -hmm. there is no loyalty to employees anymore. Oh, and don't ever say the L word. Like loyalty to me in this job market, or at least well, let's say stateside, right? Yeah. Um, we lost that. I personally think, and I'm not saying I've been working forever, but even from my little understanding, and I'm no economist kind of person, looking back at like the early 2000s, the late 90s, and really, if you want to really go at it, look at what was going on in the early 90s as far as how the offshoring thing was picking up. Like, mm -hmm. people don't know, the Chamber of Commerce in the 90s was like giving corporations how-tos for offshoring right yeah like, so it's like you were being got <laughs> and not known but then you want to go and blame a particular group of people about well why are you coming in and taking my job like dog how about the corporation is not showing you any loyalty as a customer right they don't care it's the bottom line and when that little thing started clicking to me to really see it like I'll give you another example of something. In the 90s, do you remember when there was a whole big kick about like the, the, the Spanish Latino community, in particular Central South American folks moving up? Mind you, they've been here for like decades already at this point, right? Mm -hmm. But there was a whole big thing in the, in the mainstream news about like how there was these people taking jobs from American citizens, American people but nobody was arguing or nobody was pointing a finger at the corporations who were slowly but surely offshoring their, um, their customer service stuff and then switching out the just English only into Spanish, into other languages. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, 
there's there's there needs to be some sort of responsibility to these big companies. I understand that bo the bottom line is important too, but at the end of the day, like you're like talking about giving all this money to charity and you're for the community and you're doing stuff like the city I live in, for example, I'm in Southern California. I'm not going to dox my city, but the city that I live in, they do not, they could give a crap about, cause it's a poor, it's an extremely poor city. There's a lot of crime. There's a lot of gangs. They do not care. If, Amazon wanted to come in and put one of their um, order fulfillment centers here. They didn't uh -huh. care. They, they went, they didn't allow that to happen. They're like, no, you're not, we're not going to do this. But it's like, how many jobs would that have created? So it's all about, it's the cities, it's the corporations, it's all that crap. And I think that crypto I think being in crypto, I think it allow it kind of gives the power back to us because we're able, you know, there's there's gonna I think it's gonna create a lot of jobs and I think it's really gonna help give us give people the power to essentially leave their jobs and start their own jobs, come up with their own startup, or just work in crypto and do, you know, marketing or you know, work be a dev or there's di there's different things you can do. The opportunities are endless, I think. So I think that's one of the reasons why I'm most bullish on crypto. Definitely. And this is the same thing that I like I look to tell the GNGs who are listening and following about like it's not just about the tech folks. These jobs don't just magically happen in the States. Like it takes, you know, the regular people and people with other skill sets and, and knowledge bases in order to make these um crypto and blockchain based companies actually happen and work. Exactly. And this is this is the thing. As we evolve um, in, the, in our ecosystem, they are going to need people to market. They are going to need tax people. They are going to need finance people. They are going to need managers. They're going to need all these types of skill sets from the traditional market. But if you can understand the basics of blockchain and the basis, basics of cryptocurrency and you have this traditional market skill set, you're going to get hired. Or you can start your own start. You can do you can do things, and that's because that's a big issue that we're having now in the space. Is you see all these companies like when I contact when companies, for example, companies contact me and they want me to do marketing for them, and I'm like, okay, what's your marketing budget? Oh, we don't have a marketing budget. We want you to use our referral link. I'm like, you're a legitimate company, and you're reaching out to me for advertisement, and you don't have marketing budget? No, mm. you know, there's people that there's these companies they don't. They have this, I, some, sometimes they have a great idea, but they don't know how to use traditional job um, skills to apply it, and they're failing. And that's why we're seeing, all, that's why we saw all these issues with the big ICOs and with these a lot of these coin companies is they do not have the, the traditional skills to keep these companies going and to operate them successfully. So that's why we need people like you and me and anybody in the space that has traditional job experience to come in with some crypto knowledge and be like, hey, this is how you execute something. This is how you start it. And this is how, this is how we're going to evolve and make it better. That's very well said. Very all good, tangible points. Um, like future startup businesses, you might want to reach out to this lady if you're going to be blockchain or crypto space. Just saying. <laughs> Um, I want to jump into this other question that uh, I had for you on the end of, so I can't use that one per se, but for where you are, what you're seeing in the space, you know, you're doing the meetups, you're helping in regards to companies and their branding and marketing. How are you, or what would you say is like a down the road prediction? Down the road could be like three months or down the road could be like two, five years. prediction for like the space as far as the, as far as the space sorry so 
right now, you know, we're in a bear market, which is normal and it's natural for anything that goes parabolic and it's for anything like, no, and there's this, there's a saying, what goes up must come down. And that goes for, that goes for market cycles. We're in a bear market. Um, right now, there's a lot of people that have left the space. And there's a lot of people that are still here and there's a lot of companies that are failing. There's a lot of companies that are working on their scalability. As far as cryptocurrency and the ecosystem as a whole, I think we're going to continue. I don't really have a set time frame on it, but I think we're going to continue to grow as a community. I think the more solid projects that have actual use cases that apply to um to real life things that people can use, I that have that can solve problems. I think those are going to help attract people to come back into the industry. I don't know how long it will take. I can't give you a time frame on it, but I know that we are here and we're not. I'm not going anywhere. And I know that these company, some of these companies, especially the legit ones, they're not going anywhere either. Okay. Okay. That that's that's a that's a good like a broad good broadband one on that one. Um, I definitely like yeah. I I can see that observation. Um, who was it the other day? Somebody was talking about uh, goodness. What was it? Uh, consolidation within mm -hmm. the ICO space in particular, and how going forward in 2019, like we're going to start to see more of that happening. Because if you've been in the space long enough, it felt like you know we were moving, 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 moving like. Um, the exchanges were launching, ICOs were popping out, there were all new types of wallets, who was a hard wallet, who was a soft wallet, new cold storage wallet, and then like, it just felt like we just went like turtle pace. Mm -hmm. And, you know, granted, it's only been like a little short of 10 years, but it felt like we were just moving so fast. Like, I remember like in 2015, 2016, there were like so many different websites that were accepting cryptos. And then all of a sudden, like we went from how much, you know, um, digital footprint within the, in, in, in the, in the web to where like it just consolidated on that. And then now there's, I, w I don't know if to say half of the space of the websites that were taking cryptos back then are taking it now, but you definitely know that we've lost some ground in that regard. Right. And when you then look at like what um, Jackson Palmer brings up about like, you know, the, the, the use case as far as dApps are concerned, like the, the, number, the number of users for how many wallets are out there and then for how many different tokens are out there and how many people say that they're using or have some crypto, the use case numbers for dApps is like relatively small when you're looking at it from a global perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, okay, like it really does feel like we were just running a mile a minute and then like 2018 came and it was like, oh, hold on, freeze, slow well, down. Our whole ecosystem is changing right now. We were in the process of there's all these projects, all these projects are promising things and saying really bullish things and saying, you know, this, that, whatever. And a lot of these projects aren't here. They were like page five stuff. Now they're page like 10 stuff on CoinMarketCap. So, I mean, really, I think we're in, we are in a consolidation period. Things are just kind of chilling and they're going slow. But, you know, sometimes you need time to build. And right yeah. now we are building. We're in the process of building. We're in the process of getting all the bugs out and dealing with all these new changes and whatnot. So, it's like as investors and as people in the space, 
I think it's like, this is my time where I'm grinding and I'm learning, I'm reading, I'm, I'm learning about all these different things. I'm learning about master knows right now. I'm learning about all these different projects and things. And it's like, now is a time as consumers, essentially, because that's what we are. We're consumers in the space. We should take this time to learn and to yes. figure out what we want to do and, and whatnot, because we will get another bull run. The market will increase again and do well. And we're going to have all these really great projects, but we need right now we need to focus on, you know, learning because this industry is so it's, it's tech, tech changes and it goes so fast right now. Let's take the slow time to focus on quality, to find those quality projects and just to, you know, to enjoy it and just be at, and at the end of the day, we're in the middle of a financial revolution. <laughs> yes. Okay, last question and okay. wrap up. All um, right. What product or service that is crypto based would you tell someone else about? I you like use, you use that I use. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> that I use. That's a really hard question because I like when I want to send money to people, I will use Bitcoin or Ethereum and I will just generally send it through Coinbase to make things easy but okay. there's there, there's projects I, if i can just say a couple more things there's projects that i think will de develop in the future that are that have to do with like um, supply chain management that have to do with healthcare, that have to do with voting and whatnot that i will use once they are perfected okay uh, the, uh, to understand there is no right or wrong answer in that <laughs> i ask people that question just on the end of trying to get an idea of like you know, what are they using and do they believe in it enough or does it function enough that they would actually share that advice or information with someone else? And since, you know, we have different people at different parts within the space getting in, um, it helps them to be like, okay, here's something that someone who actually uses it mm -hmm. recommended and I can go and check it out. And I, I have to tell the truth, like, I've learned of a couple of different products and services that I didn't even know existed until I started doing these interviews. And it's like, oh, really? You're I like, okay. You know, and then I start yeah. writing down notes and then I have to re research the stuff later on. So that's part of why I ask people that question, just to like, one, learn something new and then share the information out. So, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, there's not... There's not too many things that are that I can use actual products yet, but I have I have strong faith that there's going to be a lot coming out that, you know, of course, besides from my trading stuff, like I use TradingView, I use Coinigy, I use Gemini, I use Coinbase for that type of stuff. As far as projects that I can actually use right now, I don't think that there's I think I think that they're still working that they're still being worked on and being developed. Okay, okay. Exchanges count as like crypto based. I'm just saying. I had yeah. somebody else tell me about um, they use Telegram, and I can understand for how they're using Telegram. Mm -hmm. It makes sense as an answer to that question. Okay, so, that doesn't make sense, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, as a close up, I want to say thank you again, Crypto Wendy O, for coming on. I really appreciate this. And could you leave some contact info for the people who want to reach out to you? Yes. So I please subscribe to my YouTube channel on YouTube at Crypto Windio. I am in Southern California. I host meetups in Southern California, Orange County, and San Pedro, California. I do a networking meetup every month, and I do a trading basic meetup every month. All my meetups are always free. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, I keep all of that stuff in my pinned message. So if you want to follow me on Twitter or if you have any types of questions about how to start a meetup or 
you know, anything like that, just make sure you follow me on Twitter at CryptoIndio and YouTube at CryptoIndio. All righty then. Thank you once again for coming on and sharing, you know, what you're doing and what's going on. And I know I appreciate it. I'm hoping the G&Gs out there appreciate it. And so just want to say this is another episode of Trekking Cryptos to Connect. I am Trek. And if you enjoyed what you heard or liked anything or have a comment on something, reach out. Uh, she gave you the contact information. I'm going to have it in the descriptors just in case. And yeah, G&Gs, that's it. Have a good one. Thank you for having me. All right, GNGs, there you have it. That was the whole episode. Like I said, it's a two-part segment, the daily talk and then the everyday people. And so I got to speak with Crypto Wendy O, who wears multiple hats, but she's definitely doing her thing. And like I said, what she said was really relevant for where we are right now in 2019. And this was recorded back in 2018. And hopefully somebody got inspired. Hopefully somebody got motivated. Hopefully this is something that you heard that is going to keep you going. Because, um, you know, this bear market is affecting people in various different ways, not just necessarily on the monetary side of it. And that's what this is all about, GNGs, for the Trekking Cryptos to connect. It is to um, bring people together at various parts of the space and hopefully get more of a dialogue going um, to more practical solutions, right? And so, GNGs, until the next episode, get out there, learn something, talk about it, find a space to meet up. And also, don't forget to share, like, thumbs up, and do all of the other call to action things that you're supposed to say for these things. I appreciate those of you who came back, and thank you for those of you who this was your first time. And yeah, that's it, GNGs. One.